Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Let Me Just Say This. I am so happy to be back with you guys once again. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day and might I just say happy Valentine's Day to you my baby. If you are watching this on Wednesday the 14th when it comes out, cheers to you. Happy Valentine's Day to you and I hope you are doing something today to give yourself some love and affection honey because you absolutely deserve it. Okay. Now y'all already know the spiel, honey. If you are new here, hello, welcome to the vibe. Welcome to the tribe. Go ahead and subscribe, baby. If you're not following on the TikTok and the Instagram and the YouTube and all the socials, everything will be either on the screen or in the description. Go ahead and get yourself right, okay? Cause you down bad right now, not following, all right? And if you are watching, hello from me and my son in the living room once again, he wants some affection and always a disclaimer, my son is a cat, okay? I <laughs> gotta put that out every time. <laughs> every time and you know as always before we get into it just a reminder that i am a zelo partner if you have not copped yourself some new frames baby they could be sunglasses they could be prescription they could be non-prescription get you something to elevate that fit go ahead and use the code lmjst and save yourself 10 percent on your next order with zelo and tell them i sent you Additionally, happy February to you all. Happy Black History Month to you all. We will have a Black History Month edition, book of the month. But for the sake of Valentine's Day and the season of love, baby, we have two books for this month of February that kind of really got the cogs turning in my head. And the first one is What a Time to Be Alone by Shadira Yugiri. I think I'm saying her name right. Everything will be in the description and on the screen for you. Listen to her book, read her book. It is an amazing book. And honestly, if anybody who is in the season of being alone, baby, you need some, <laughs> some support with your aloneness, this is it. This is the one for you, okay? Now this second book is a book that I actually purchased on Audible years ago. And at the time I was in a relationship with the man that I was settling for. And you wanna know how I know I was settling because the title of this book is Marry Him, The Case of Settling for Mr. Good Enough by Lori Gottlieb. And when I tell you I finally started the book this past week and baby, it really fueled these topics we got today. Because my God, I, <laughs> When I tell you I'm so happy I didn't settle, when I tell you I'm so happy I did not settle, God is too good. But it also was a, a reminder of the times where I could have had something great with somebody and I passed them up for like the dumbest or most vain reason ever. So we're just gonna go ahead and get right on into it. All right, now you know me. I'm never gonna tell anybody to settle. Never, ever, ever settle, actually. You deserve to have everything you want. You deserve to have everything you desire. However, comma, the caveat is you actually have to be worthy of those things. And I'm not saying worthy as in like, oh, you're not worthy of love. I'm saying as in, if you want someone in a certain place at life, you should probably be working on yourself to get there. And I feel like often we will find the person that is meant for us when we are focused on bettering ourselves. If we're seeking out companionship and love for the sake of just wanting a partner or wanting someone around or wanting affection in those cases I feel like it could be inherently like detrimental however I think honestly the best time to to be with someone or find someone is when you are really in your own bag because people see what you're working on they see what you're doing and I promise you as as for women these men will gauge how they'll handle you depending on what you have moving for yourself 
Okay. Now, when it comes to standards, I'll never tell anyone to lower their standards because you like what you like. What works for you works for you. However, I would say assess which things are priority and which are not. Like, for example, I don't like bald men. I don't. And is that vain? Yes, because hair falls out. People's physical appearance changes. However, I know in my spirit, I like to grip up a little bit of hair. I'm not attracted to bald men. But if a right man walks into my life and he so happens to be bald, hell yeah, I'm gonna cast that shit aside. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I say that to say that there are some standards that we have that aren't necessarily standards. They're preferences, okay? And a preference can be compromised. Now, standards should not be. Having someone who is kind to you, having someone who, you know, is on a good foot in their life, who is just a good person. These are things that you should never compromise on. How someone treats you is not something you should compromise on. Now, the physical appearance things, depending on what it is, you can compromise. You can compromise. However, comma, attraction is important. Attraction is important. I know we say this thing about, oh, give that person you're not attracted to a chance. Oh, maybe you should give the ugly guy a chance. Listen, if you're not attracted to him, it's not going to work. I don't care how nice he is. I don't care how good he is to you. If you don't feel that uh, for that person, I still count that as settling. I still count that as, okay, I'm, I'm going to compromise something that is deeply important to me. So I'm saying, hey, you don't like guys who, you know, are mouth breathers. If that's something you could get over, baby, try to get over it. If you can't, hey. In listening to Marry Him by Lori Gottlieb, there were a lot of examples of women passing over guys who were good to them. Passing over people who literally worshipped the ground they, walk, they walked on. There was one example she gave of a woman who basically was with a man <laughs> who worshipped her and told her how great she was. And her thought to herself was, if I'm so great, then I should go find better. Maybe I should be with someone that's greater than you. If I'm so great, then I deserve this amazing greatness. And I feel like that, that, that when I tell you that took me out, baby, that took me out. Okay. Because we have this illusion and delusion that someone comes into our lives, they really build us up, and our head gets so big that we start looking elsewhere. Like, oh, this person came in and told me I'm amazing. Now I'm going to go out and get what I feel like matches that amazingness and cast that person to the side. Honey, they get outside and they realize... They're actually not as amazing as they thought. They realize that amazingness that they're chasing after is not going to give them the love and devotion as the person who they cast it aside would. So when we think about reasons of why we're passing people up or we think about reasons of, of why this person doesn't meet our, our standards or our preferences, I think it's just important to assess where we are and how we feel about that person. We had a Galentine's on Saturday. And I asked this question to the ladies and one of my friends, Sierra, she made a very good point that when you really care about somebody, the things that are superficial and vain, you no longer care about. 
When that person checks your boxes and becomes your safe space, you don't care about the stupid little things like, oh, is he shorter than me? You don't care. You don't care. And the more mature you get and the more grown you become, the things that you are attracted to in a partner changes. I am most certainly not attracted to the same things that I was attracted to when I was 22 and 23. Now, I think the things that attract me are things that are, you know, signifiers of a man who is sure of himself, a man who is, you know, ambitious, who cares about his life, who cares about the people around him. Back in the day, child, I just wanted a tall, fine man. I didn't care. I didn't care. <laughs> a tall, fine man who was obsessed with me. That's all I wanted. Realizing, okay, there's more to a partner than that, especially for long term. A lot of the times when you think about these people that you're attracted to, these people that you're chasing after, are is it for long term reasons? Is this a person who can actually be sustainable in your life? And like I said, it's not to say to lower your standards. No. It's just to say that as you get older, those standards will change. And it's just to say that things that were important at one point to you and a partner are no longer important. And the longer you're single, the longer you're searching for that, I think the more in tune you become with what you need out of your partner. I think a lot of people are stuck in situations with people that are simply sustaining them, that are simply good for now, the good enough, you know what I'm saying? Not necessarily what they need and not necessarily what they want, but the people who are around. And that reminds me of a conversation I had with a, a male friend of mine. And I told him, I feel like every man has that woman that got away, that they messed up and lost and will be in love with until the end of their days, even if they end up marrying and have a whole family with somebody else. If that woman came up to him and said, yo, I forgive you and I want to be with you, he'll leave his family for her immediately. Immediately. <laughs> immediately. Because at the end of the day, I think a lot of people, like I said, especially men, they end up going and, and settling for who is available at the time, who is good enough at the time, who is here right now, who is giving me what I need right now, but not necessarily on a sustainable and scalable scope. It's really a tricky situation, to be honest, because this idea of having more options or having too many options can be a detriment um, because you have to walk it's a thin line between knowing this person is a good person for me and they give me most of what I want versus this person is an okay person for me and they have the potential to give me everything I want. If you're getting most of what you want, I feel like that's better than getting the potential of what you want. But then again, you deserve to get everything that you want. Or do we? That's another thing. We probably got to talk about that. Maybe in another episode. But like I said <laughs> in the beginning, maybe you're not in the space to get everything that you want from your partner. But whoever you're choosing to be with, figure out if they meet the minimum standards. Okay? I'm not saying they got to be Superman. Because at the end of the day, 
If you're searching for someone perfect, if you're searching for the perfect person, you're never gonna find them and you're gonna keep running from relationship to relationship thinking, I can get better than this and I can get better than this and I can get better than this, even when it's people who are in your life who love you and adore you and are giving you basically everything you want, but there's the one thing that you just can't get over or that one thing that you're just seeking after. And I think when we get in that phase of seeking out better all the time, you're not actually seeking out better. You're just seeking this validation from people who probably don't want you anyway. Like when you leave the good guy and go running towards the bad guy, it's because you want them to choose you. It's different, right? I think at the end of the day, it's about having good discernment with who you're with and what your standards are, knowing what you want out of your partner and not settling for the things that you don't want, especially not just for the sake of your own feelings, but for the sake of someone else, because there may be someone out there who really cares about you and really wants to give you the world and you just can't accept it from them because inherently you don't want them. You don't want them and it would be easy to take what they're giving because they're trying to give, but it's disingenuous. When you know what your standards are, when you know what you want and what you need, stand on that, stand on that business, okay? And if those standards standards narrow out a bunch of people, hey, you could either reevaluate re or you could really double down on it. But either way, allow that to guide you to your partner. I feel like sometimes we hit, are in this like scarcity mindset that forces us to settle for the person that is good enough. I would like to say, I think that it is better to be alone than to settle for Mr. Good Enough. I'm sorry. I feel like it is better for him and it is better for you. I never would wanna be in a relationship with someone who said they were settling for me because I was good enough in the moment. I would never wanna be that person who's like, oh, well, he checks all the boxes, but he doesn't actually give me that feeling that I need. So in deciding whether or not you're going to entertain someone who inherently you don't necessarily want but could give you everything, I think it's better to just be by yourself because that person who's willing to give you everything, if you can't give them anything back because you're not all the way in it, you're doing them a disservice. Now, with the segue to society, Instagram, social media, we all know about that. That impacts our view of relationships and what we think we deserve and what we want and how it's supposed to look. Let me just say this, social media and society, they're going to tell you what your relationship and how your dating life should look, but it doesn't matter. If it doesn't work for you or if it isn't healthy for you personally, on a personal level, discard it. Do what's going to work for you. Now, when it comes to being a woman, and the idea of like being independent and, you know, feminism, I will say that being a I don't need no man type of woman is absolutely hindering you from finding someone who can give you what you want. I'm sorry. I don't know about you, but I do need my man. I need my man. Yes, I do. I do need him. And I'm not afraid to say that because at this point, there's no substitute for that type of support. There's no substitute for that type of love and affection and care. You do need somebody. You do need somebody. And it's okay to admit that. You can still be a girl's girl and admit that, yeah, 
I do need a man in my life. You know, like, like that's fine. That's perfectly fine, girl. Because if you're going to sit on this, this <laughs> pedestal of, I don't need no man. I can get everything myself and all this other things and I could take care of myself, then be prepared to take care of yourself. One thing men like to be is needed. So if you're saying you don't need him, child, okay. He gonna pull that card real fast because he gonna make sure that he you can't rely on his ass. That's for certain. Now I do wanna clarify that I don't mean <laughs> I need a man to pay all my bills and take care of me and all this other shit. While I love soft girl life and I would love to be a housewife and I would love to not know how to pay a bill, baby, it's inherently dangerous for women to live that type of lifestyle, okay? I need my man to be a force of protection in my life. I need a man to be a provider. Not necessarily because I'm so inherently codependent that I need a provider, but I need someone who can come in and lead this. You know what I'm saying? Who could take the wheel and I could sit back. Even though technically I can drive too, I don't have to. I could just be the passenger princess and live my best life. That's what I mean when I say I need a man. And also, like I said, affection and attention and, and companionship and time. Like those are things that we don't, you know, talk about enough when it comes to the reasons why we want a partner. The reasons why we want a partner. You can't sustain a life with loneliness. I know there are a lot of women who are like, oh, I hate men. And I, I get it too, because I hate niggas as well. However, my man, I love him. So <laughs> I know for myself, I don't want to go through life alone. And I'm not going to allow society to tell me, well, I don't need no man, you know, so therefore I'm going to just do everything and be hyper independent. Those days are fucking over. I don't want to be hyper independent anymore. I do need my man. I do. Absolutely. Come change this light bulb for me, please. Now I know that was a long little rant child, but I just want to close out with this. In the spirit of love um, and Valentine's Day, I would want to remind you that you are your first love. Valentine's Day or any holiday or any day, doesn't matter what day it is, you are responsible for loving yourself first. You cannot give love to someone if you don't love yourself and you can't expect them to love you either. Not the way that you deserve, right? So when times like these come around and it may be lonely and it may be like, oh, I'm seeing everybody on their timeline, you know, must be nice type shit. Hey, listen, this is your time to love on yourself. This is your time to set the tone for how you want to be loved by giving yourself those things. And not being afraid, like I said, of being alone because it's okay. It's okay. Listen to what a time to be alone, because the reality is your best you is formed when you're in solitude. Your best you is formed when you're able to focus on wholeheartedly everything you. And your best you is going to be who you want to be in order to attract who actually deserves you and who you're actually meant for. So I hope you guys have a great Valentine's Day. I hope that you love on yourself. You take yourself out. You do something nice for yourself and give yourself some good old fashioned love, baby. Love yourself down. And if you have someone in your life and a partner, baby, love them down. Get Go the extra mile. Valentine's Day, you got to show out because every day should be Valentine's Day when you're in love. 
in, in a relationship, but we know that's not realistic because life be life and like a motherfucker. So if you can do something extra special for the people in your life and also your single friends, if you're single and you have single friends, it's okay, girl, get them a Valentine's Day gift. Yeah, be each other's Valentine's. Galentine's, we do it. We do this, okay? <laughs> Child, I hope you guys enjoyed my quick little rant. I know I was all over the place, but I am... I love talking about these things. You know, this is my favorite thing to talk about. It's my favorite season, and I am in a very interesting space as far as love and relationships is concerned, my damn self. And... I'm still navigating it. Eventually, I'll come to y'all with it. Y'all know how I do. But until then, baby, I'm going to just leave you with this episode. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I will get with you in the next one.